Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calvert, and I hope you guys are enjoying the show as much as I am enjoying putting it together. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the show and for being here day after day listening to what I have to say. It means so much to me. Thank you guys for uh, definitely, you know, liking and following me on social media. You can find me, Dual Podcasts, on Twitter, on Instagram, on um, Patreon. Uh, you can find me, Car Thoughts with David, on Facebook. And, you know, just definitely, you know, like the show, you know, follow it. You know, I try and do updates. I try and share out the interviews that I do on different platforms, you know, where I'm being interviewed on other podcasts through there. So I try and, you know, give you guys all the other ways that that I'm, uh, you know, doing stuff online through there and sharing posts and stuff that way. And um, I'm trying to step up my social media game on that, especially on the Facebook page now. I'm starting to get more likes on the Facebook page. Um, you know, definitely trying to step that up and improve it and be more consistent with it, um, as well as, you know, I've got my social media page for my for my science fiction novel, Hurling Towards Home, A Story of Hope, uh, for Fate on Facebook and LinkedIn, both two identical groups, and, you know, it's just been really awesome, the response I've gotten from those, so many people are interested in the book, and it, it just excites me. It thrills me that there's so much interest in this book already that's been drummed up by the social media campaign that I've started. And that's really the long and the short of it, is you've got to start building up hype. Um, you know, that always is the key, because once people start seeing how excited you are about it and start sharing the book with people and start doing these different things, people are like, wow, you know, this guy... You know, I'm really interested in what he's doing. When he releases his book, I'm going to buy it. I mean, I've already got probably 10 or 15 people who are looking forward to buying the book when it comes out. And I'm I'm just thrilled. Uh, a lot of them are going to want signed copies. So I'm going to, once I get the book out and released, um, I'm probably going to have to buy about 20 or 30 of them and, uh, and then sell them to people through some form of paper. Venmo or something like that to get them, uh, you know, purchased via that channel and then, you know, sign them for them and write to them and then mail them off. So that'll be exciting to do. And then I'm going to try and figure out a way because I've still got to get the book edited. I know that's going to cost money. It's going to cost a good bit of money to get a proper editor. So I've got to get that figured out. And at the same time, I'm trying to figure out how to get tickets or to get a booth set up for the Charlotte Black Film Festival uh, that's coming up because uh, I've been asked to attend. They're going to have an author's uh, section there. And so I've been invited to be a part of that. So I'm going to try and get a booth and I can get some copies of my book and, you know, start putting it out and potentially selling some copies there as well. And um, then it was also recommended uh, to possibly see about doing a kind of a fundraiser to get some copies of the book purchased to encourage.
encourage uh, young readers and to donate them uh, to reading programs uh, for the state schools. Um, from one of my good friends recommended that as, a, as something he thinks that we should try and set up something to see if we can get people to donate to that and get some uh, get some traction there to help encourage people who um, you know who uh, might be interested in the book, young people to you know get be able to get it from their local libraries and their schools and stuff. So there's all kinds of different uh, avenues I'm trying to. Uh, pursue with this, and I'm just trying to make it as big and as uh, awesome as possible. I've got an artist working on a cover, uh, thankfully. Um, there was some contentions back and forth uh, because I, you know, I think what the problem was was me, and I didn't realize it. I basically told him what I wanted was like a ship flying off in the distance towards a planet, you know, the basic, this is what I want. And then he finally messages me back a few days later. He's like, well, that's not really a lot to go on. Can you give me more description what type of ship? And I'm like, dude, you are a awesome artist. You know, my interest is solely letting you do your thing. That was my thing. Is You know, I'm going to give you a very, very basic idea, and you just draw it. Well, I should have probably, like, mentioned that and been like, hey, dude, this is – I want you – this is the outline. This is what I want to accomplish on the page. A ship in space and a planet. You do you. Send it to me. And whatever it is, however the ship looks, I don't care. Um, you know, just uh, I want to showcase your work. You know, because I'm going to do a little profile and write-up on him as well. And, you know, share that because he's drawing the cover art for my book. And even though I'm you know, going to be paying him for the artwork, you know, and the right to use it, um, you know, I still want to feature him and, you know, help increase his fame, because who knows, maybe this could open up an avenue of revenue for him, plus if he doesn't get enough job, obviously, you know, I'm going to want to retain him for my future works as well, right? So, I mean, obviously I want to build that, that relationship and make it, um, as viable as I can for both of us, you know. I mean, like the the book uh, that I'm reading right now, The Magnetic Entrepreneur. Um, one of the co-authors on the book uh, messaged me, uh, Errol Irvin, my one of my my mentor, <laughs> messaged me, and he's like, "Man, thank you so much for for sharing the post about the book. I've gotten at least three sales um, just." based off of the post that you've shared across social media about my book. And so, you know, I was like, awesome. That is really cool. I'm super glad to hear that because obviously when you're posting, sharing a book, especially a book that your mentor wrote, you want people to buy copies of it because they're your mentor. So obviously you see value in what they're doing, right? So um, I was definitely glad to hear that. So I want to do the same for other people wherever I can is to build up those those relationships, you know, and, and get them future work. And, you know, if they draw, you know, if this guy uh, draws a good enough cover art, you know, and people see that and they like it and they're like, wow, you know, this is really cool. 
I need to reach out to this guy for potential cover art for my book, you know. Um, he also does, like, comics and stuff, so, you know, he's actually really, really good. I've not seen all of his work, but I've seen enough of it to where I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's definitely going to be able to give me what I'm looking for. It's just a matter of I had to figure out how to word it because I really wasn't – I knew what I was looking for, but I've never had to tell somebody, like, this is the way I want it to look. I've never had to describe something to an artist and say, this is what I'm looking for. You make it a reality. You know, I've never had to do that before. So quite a novel experience, I must add. It was very cool, uh, just the thought that, like, I'm telling this person what to draw, and they're going to draw it. I mean, that was just mind-boggling for me because I just, I've never done it. You know, it's cool. And so, yeah, I mean, that was that was just really fun and really, really um, interesting. And I gave him an idea for the cover, and as soon as I, um, you know, get it from him and get everything squared away and we're cool on that, and I get my lettering and wording, I'll definitely be sharing that out over social media. Hopefully that will be soon. To be quite honest, I haven't the foggiest idea how long something like that should take. You know, in days or weeks. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll have it by December, uh, you know, mid-December into December, you know, so that I can start showing that off and prepping, because pretty much as soon as I get the book finished, get the book edited, all I'll be waiting for are the forewords, and I'll have to write my little intro for the book, and then go from there. So, you know, that's uh, I'm taking it, like like I said before, I'm taking it in manageable chunks, you know, I'm working at it bit by bit, okay, finish a book, right, I've got to write ten more chapters, okay, write ten chapters, okay, <laughs> get book edited, work with artists, get cover art made, um, get book front finished, front cover, write the little blurb at the beginning of the book, um, which I was going to be a little, uh, you know, thank you to my father and, you know, a little, you know, uh, kind of letter to him and to the reader for buying the book and reading it and taking the time. And, um, and then, yeah, that is what I'm going to try and do. And then after that, once I have all that stuff together and I have all the forwards put in place and I have the blurb, I already have the blurb for the back covered. So we're good there. And then I've just got to go throw it up on Amazon <laughs> and call it, you know, work with the formatting, get the pages laid out, and then publish it. So, you know, super, super stoked about that. Maybe you guys are wondering, yeah, you know, normally I forget to have something to drink uh, with me in the car. Uh, to keep me from yawning or, you know, stuff like that. Because uh, yawning is not necessarily always when you're tired. It also has to do with either um, lack of enough oxygen, so the body's trying to compensate, or also, um, you know, just dry mouth and stuff like that. So, or, you know, like being thirsty. 
uh, dehydration or whatever. So, um, today I have with me uh, some good old Mexican Coke, and I'm not talking about the white powdery stuff, I'm talking about Coca-Cola. Um, Mexican Coca-Cola is some of the best tasting Coca-Cola there is. I don't know what's in it that's different, uh, but I do enjoy when I can find it, uh, getting it, and enjoying it, because I'm not a huge Coca-Cola fan. I'm more of a Pepsi guy, because Coke is generally too syrupy, um, so I try and drink stuff that's not quite uh, the consistency of Aunt Jemima, and, uh, or for those of you that are too young to know what Aunt Jemima is, uh, that is syrup for pancakes and waffles. Uh, that was a brand of syrup. It's not really as popular anymore, because there's more people going to, like, the, the all-natural and the all this, you know, I mean, back when I was a kid, you know, you know, Vint didn't have motor oil in it, you know, it was called all natural, but pretty much everything else had some kind of dangerous chemical that would give you cancer or something, you know, food-wise, so it wasn't, you know, and, you know, if you were one of those people that were, um, you know, into, uh, you know, all natural and and, uh, you know, growing your own plants and vegetables and stuff like that, you were pretty much considered a hippie or a witch or something like that. So, um, you know, it really wasn't as popular when I was coming up. You know, it didn't really matter. I mean, heck, you know, I don't even remember when the uh, uh, CF, they took the CFLs out of, um, out of, like, hairspray bottles and aerosol cans, uh, which... CFLs were great for making aerosol cans work efficiently and all of that and pressure and doing all of that. But the problem was is that they actually, the chemical compound in CFL actually eats ozone, which is the thing that keeps us from being roasted alive by that big white thing in the sky uh, that comes up every morning and stays during throughout the day to give us light, the sun. <laughs> so we discovered after putting CFLs in almost every single aerosol can because it was this miracle chemical compound that helped make all of this possible for aerosol cans and sprays and products. We were like, okay, well, there's this huge hole in the ozone layer and we're actually making it worse and we're going to deplete our entire ozone because CFLs actually eat the very thing that protects us. They're a parasite to the ozone. So, that's why you don't see them in aerosol cans anymore. It's not because they're unsafe for us directly. It's because they're unsafe for us indirectly. I mean, they're probably unsafe for us directly, too, because we breathe air, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, you know, so it's got to be dangerous to have something that needs ozone around us because that's got to have some kind of neg negative effect on our bodies. You know, it's a chemical, but who knows? Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I don't even know why I got on that subject, but anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's been great being a part of all of this and growing and learning and 
learning about marketing, and it's gonna, that's going to really help me with the dual podcast uh, site, you know, and the and the marketing for that, and all the stuff I'm learning because I want to build this fantastic index site full of amazing podcasts and stories about the podcast and the podcasters and their bios and everything, and you know, eventually build all of this out which I'm going to start digging more into as I go. I'm going to start building up all of that as I go so that I have um, so that I have it completed and all I then have to do is just simply add you know, the, the podcast. Basically right now though I'm just kind of taking a break on that because I really need to finish on getting the book done. Because once I get it completed and I send it off to the end my work's done. Um, you know, it's it's done. It's good. I can sit back and relax, and I don't have to worry until they come back and say, "Okay, the book's edited. I've sent it to you. You're good. Give me my money." <laughs> and then I have to deal with the formatting and stuff again out onto Amazon. So, you know, basically during that time while I'm waiting between the end of the writing and the
it costs a lot of money to put these events together, to get food for everybody, to get bring speakers and all of that. And then to be like, well, we can't really have anyone else come because we've booked all of our uh, spaces that we had available. We can only fit 40 people. We had 40 people sign up. Or we can only fit 100 people. We had 100 people sign up. And then only 40 of those people actually show up. And we've spent $600 on food or, you know, speakers or whatever that we've spent. And we're out that money. So kind of a balancing act, and I really don't know how that's going to work out exactly. It's just one of the things i got bouncing around my head. My actual meeting with my co-host, Nicole, is uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, tomorrow evening. So, we'll see how that goes, and I'm kind of going to bring that up to her. Like I said, I don't know if I want to implement it in this one, but I think it's definitely a good idea. And I mean, I've got the bank account set up for LinkedIn local, a separate bank account for my own bank account for financial reasons. So I have that. Um, and we can track all the purchases and finances that way. Because I surely didn't want it in my, the money in my bank account or her bank account where it's like, okay, well, what charges were actually LinkedIn local, you know, and what charges weren't, that type of thing. So, um, of course, we keep receipts on that, obviously. But, you know, to have, if we ever had to get you know, audit done and paperwork like that, you know, it's kind of a um, uh, safety measure for both of us. Here's the account. The only charges on this account are for LinkedIn local, so it'll be a short list of things to look at should something come up that doesn't make sense right now. And, yeah, so that's happening. Super excited about that. And, um, you know, I'm thrilled because that just, that takes that off, off my plate. Like I said, I know it's happening. I know the date. Uh, now we just need to secure the last two things, which are sort of easier things, in my opinion. And, yeah, so it's, it's great. And we're finding new ways to help promote the sponsors. You know, I really want to focus on Charlotte and Charlotte Small Businesses and build that up and make a name for Charlotte Small Businesses. So if these are the type of businesses that are going to be donating to us and, you know, helping us build out LinkedIn local, I want to have that infrastructure where I can say, look, what you guys get as a result is A, B, C, and D. You know, you're going to be advertised. You're going to be you know, I want to do whatever I can to help you guys get the word out. You know, we're going to blast you guys on your on social media. I'm going to post on LinkedIn Local. And I'm going to tag all of the businesses that help support us. I'm going to tag, blast you guys on Instagram. I'm going to you know, put the word out on the street that you guys are the ones that are supporting us. And every chance I get, every photo I take, you guys are going to be tagged in it with thanks. This company, this company, this company, this company, this person supported us, whatever. case maybe whether it's individual or whether it's a business. You know, you're going to get recognized. You are going to get recognized. You know, you're just like crazy. You know, I'm going to have you on the list of Charlotte Small Businesses. I'm going to have you featured on the website because we're going to make it a landing page and a mailing list, uh, which I need to do uh, through MailChimp. 
coming up. I'm going to be interviewed today for Hacks and Hobbies. Um, and uh, I was supposed to be interviewed by him uh, earlier, which I was actually. But we had a technical difficulty with the interview. And the audio from my side of it didn't come through for him. So um, it, was, it was my my mess up on that uh, because I was doing it for my work laptop. talk all you want, you just can't let him have that audio, so I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a mistake, so I have to use my regular computer, so I'm you know, taking that in um, to, to do the interview today, and that should work a lot better, so that's good, and I've got a couple, like I said, I'm meeting with my LinkedIn local co-host uh, tomorrow, I've got a podcast interview for my podcast. Uh, tomorrow night, so that'll air Saturday morning. I'm super excited about that. It's a good friend from LinkedIn uh, named Kristen. I'm super excited. She's an awesome person. She's got an incredible story and incredible video series that she does, and I cannot wait uh, to let her share uh, about that with you. And I've got an interview coming up on Monday, and on that following Friday, Oh, yeah, and I've got an interview Saturday with a good friend. So, you know, a lot of good interviews coming up over the next eight days. So I'm excited. And, of course, I'll be sharing the interview I have uh, once he gets that put out on his podcast, Hacks and Hobby. He has a lot of great interviews, by the way. Um, Junaid, last name not coming to me right now. Um, but anyway, awesome guy, Hacks and Hobbies, very cool podcast, you can find it on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, basically everywhere, and I highly recommend you guys check it out, so yeah, so I'm super stoked, super thrilled, and yeah, so just go out there and, and just, just write, just do, do some writing today, that's my job for you, do some writing, try something new, share it online. Light the match and walk away. Just post it. <laughs> don't even, you know, don't even, if somebody leaves a native comment, don't even respond. Just let it fly. Because the thing is with trolls, if somebody wants to be a jerk, it doesn't matter what you say or how eloquent you are or how much you outsmart them or outwit them. Um, as, I believe as Mark Twain said, uh, never pick a fight with an idiot because they will drag you down to your level and beat you with experience every time. So, that's the one thing I've had to learn is if somebody posts something negative or uh, abrasive or mean-hearted, I just let it go. Yeah. Okay. I don't say a word. Just let it slide. Because there's no point. I've tried to win. I've tried so many times to win. And they're just determined, no matter how irrelevant what they're saying is, or no matter how wrong they are, if they believe it, you're not going to win. It doesn't matter whether they're right or wrong. If they believe it, you can't win. That's just that's just truth. So, um, by all means, go out there and write something. I challenge you. I dare you. I double dog dare you. It is near Christmas anyway. Um, go out there and write something. Share a story and have a fantastic 
guys so much. And I'll talk to you later. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.